Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E Wise, and I have a very special guest. I actually just finished doing his show, and he's here to record my show now. Welcome from the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, Sean Dunstan. Dustin, sorry. Sean Dustin. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) That's all right, man. I, I, I've been called Dunstan before, um, but uh, it's all good. Uh, what's up, brother? How are you, man? I'm, I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah. all right. So this is this is um, a hookup. Another Steve Joiner co- collab. Steve uh, always doing his thing. Always hooking up the right people at the right time. He he knows what to do when um with with the people he works with. So big shout out to Steve Joiner and to the SNJN Network. Shout out to Steve. Yeah, he seems to be the uh, the matchmaker, the podcast matchmaker. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the podcast whisperer. I guess you might say. Yeah, yeah. You need to get a you need to get one of those. Uh, you need to get a, a button to where you can go and another Steve Joiner uh, collaboration uh, and another you know Steve Joiner collaboration. You know what? I'm actually going to do that. You by Wise. I'm going to do that. I'm going to actually cut that promo. I'm going to. I have I have his promo. On my roadcaster, the pro the promo I, I made for him, but I'm gonna do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely gonna do that. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> well, you gave me a good idea too over there. And so, we, and when we were ending on ours, um, it's just I kind of ended it abruptly. But what we, we were talking about, and I mean, we could we could bring it on over into into yours. Um, the like I never would have thought about offering you know the the GoPro uh, the GoPro. Uh, uh, saga like a weight loss saga uh, episode oh, Patreon, into, yeah, over to Patreon. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean that's kind of a personal journey, you know. And so I mean, and yeah, that, that's a great idea. And so this is what I'm talking about when you're talking to other podcasters and you're, or not even podcasters, just content creators in general. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of ideas that you just catch out of midair and just oh, I want that. Let me see that and. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm going to borrow that. And 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 a lot of guys that I've been talking to are like, oh, go ahead, borrow it. I borrowed it from somebody else myself. So so it's it's cool. It's like I, it's so, I pick up so many little neat tricks and everything. And, again, with like as far as you help, you with uh, the scheduling, you, you it was a blessing. Oh, man, it was like the skies opened up and it was just, oh. It's like I don't have to do scheduling anymore. It's taking care of. It's taking care of. Drives you nuts. Oh no! Yeah, everybody's going straight to. They're getting the link to uh, the acuity, and they will be scheduling through there. And it's a lifesaver. It it it's something I don't have to worry about anymore. So I appreciate that. I'm glad I can make life easier for you in that respect, my friend. Oh man, yes that that is a lifesaver. Definitely. Anyone who's who's podcasting or any. Definitely look into Acuity if you really want to stop doing the back and forth with the scheduling of guests and everything. Just send them to your link, and they pick the time slots that you select, that you you make available to them, and it works. 
Yeah, there's a couple of other there's a couple other tools out there that do the same thing. Um, but for for what you're getting uh, with Acuity for the free version, I mean, you know, Calendy doesn't offer. I don't. Well, I don't know if they do or they don't. But I don't remember seeing when I went through Calendy because that was the first one that I I tried. Um, I don't think they offer that uh, guest form option to where you can just you know, you create a form. And it's already built into the the uh, the app itself, and uh, it's it's a feature of it, and so it doesn't cost any more money, uh, and so that that's really why I, I opted into that one. Um, and then I had the paid service where I had buttons all over my social medias, but I stopped paying for it just because I don't I wasn't it wasn't people weren't uh, responding in that way for you know booking uh, spots on the show, so. It just worked out better. It worked out better for me to use that one. But I mean, anytime you want to, you know, you need anything or you've got in, you know, if you got a question uh, of something that you can make easier for yourself, you know, like I was talking the later, you know, that's a good, a great app, uh, you know, the, the price for it for, for the social media scheduled social media posting was, uh, I mean, it's, it's awesome. I I'm doing the, uh, the, uh, the Instagrams from my, my uh, laptop now yeah. and which I, I didn't want to say, I, I always shy away from it because I had to use my phone. And a lot of times when I'm out and about doing stuff on my phone, I'm not wearing my glasses and I can't see. And so it's like, man, I'm trying to post on Instagram and then the hashtag this has, I mean, it's cool that the hashtags come up and it makes it easier, yeah. but I mean, my fingers are, are bigger than it's just, it, it was a, <laughs> it was a hassle. So, you know, Anytime you can find something to help you, you know, cut a process out when you're doing all this by yourself. I mean, it's, it's so like, it's, it's priceless almost, you know, when somebody offers that piece of, of, of the puzzle that you've been missing or that you thought was out there, but didn't know where it was. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, like I said, it's a lifesaver. Now I don't have to worry about like, Oh, did you, uh, I don't have to worry about that. I put it into the calendar or I forget. Like if I'm doing shooting messages from Messenger with someone and and like oh okay this date and I forget to put it in the calendar this way I'm like listen here's the link set up the date that's good for you there we go and I'll talk to you the day we got to do the interview that's it yeah 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 so um where you want to go where do I want? oh yeah this is my, I forgot this is my show now yeah we're doing this my show, show now show. Where, this is where my are we show going? now yeah this where, is where, where, where are we driving to man. <laughs> So I'm um, t- going to we going, we going to the So tell everybody about your show, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> tell everybody about your show, Sean. Uh All right, so uh my my show is uh called Nowhere to Go But Up uh podcast. What's well, Nowhere to Go But Up and then you know podcasts I put on there I think as an afterthought. Uh, cuz I I I I had the I had all the stuff and it just said Nowhere to Go But Up. And like, all right, well, that doesn't tell anybody anything other than nowhere to go, but up doesn't tell them what it is, where to go, how, like, you know what I mean? It's all right. Look up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can go there if you want. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when I first started, when I, when I first started, like looking into doing podcasts and they're like, oh, one of the things you do is don't put podcasts into your name. But my, my, it's just a stuck in the mind, stuck in my mind. I need it. I need stuck in my mind podcast. I need the podcast at the end of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I did everything. I did everything backwards. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Didn't, didn't. 
You there? I'm here. I'm here. All right. Are you there? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm here. What happened was, is let me get you, let me get you over here. The power went out, but since, remember I told you, yeah, everything, the, the, I'm, the on, I'm on, I'm uh, on, I'm on, I'm on uh, the hotspot. Yeah. You're the hotspot. Yeah. Got that hotspot rolling. So let's, let's pull you. Oh, I know where, what the problem was. All right. So we're just probably we're just having a little technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. 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 We're here. We're here. Um. So my show is about uh, bottoms and life struggles and how people uh, get through them. Uh, sort of like your your uh, person that had the uh, weight loss story, right? Yeah. Um. You know, it was that. Those are the kind of stories that I wanted to tell. Uh, and the reason why I wanted to tell those kind of stories is that for myself, um, I've been at, at the bottom, uh, I've, I've had, you know, at least three times when I've started from zero and, and had to, uh, restart my life. Um, whether it was from, uh, you know, my, my struggles for 18 years from the time I was, you know, 15, 16, or actually let's just go from like five years, seven years old till I was, uh, early thirties, um, you know, in and out of prison, jail, uh, institutions. I think I counted, you know, in my lifetime, I've been through like 18 different institutions, whether it was prison rehab, uh, you know, something like that jail, uh, juvenile hall boys ranch. I mean, you know, you name it, I was there. And so, you know, I have all of these stories and all these experiences and, you know, I, I've almost died five times, uh, through, you know, drug overdoses. Two of the times was, uh, you know, from drug or alcohol related accidents, uh, in a vehicle. And I, you know, just kind of, kind of lucked through life and, you know, managed to, you know, make it to the other side. And I, I felt like, um, like I'm not the only one that does this, you know, there's tons of people out there that, that have stories like mine or have been through things like, like I have. And, you know, in this, uh, you know, in 2010, I really started, I turned a new leaf, stopped using drugs, um, started looking, started looking at things differently. Um, you know, the, the stuff that, uh, so here, here's a, a good example of things that kids are, are supposed to learn when they're younger. And it's through the natural progression of going through life and, and, you know, setting goals and achieving them. And, uh, set, setting goals and achieving them and, you know, gaining that, uh, what is it? That, uh, self-esteem, you know, through, through that. And I never did that because, you know, go, growing up, I was a latchkey kid and, you know, I had no supervision, uh, well, very little supervision. My mom worked in San Francisco. She worked, she was a, an accountant. Uh, she worked at a tax firm and it, uh, it was just, uh, you know, I had, I had the run of the, the house to myself most of the time, you know, so if she put me on restriction or if I didn't do this or I didn't do that, it really wouldn't matter because I mean, who's going to enforce it, you know, you're in San Francisco. And so really what I ended up doing was kind of, uh, carrying that, uh, through, you know, into adulthood. And it was, uh, it didn't serve me very well at all. Um, 
And what ended up happening is, you know, I, I just, you know, continued to get in trouble, uh, you know, sold drugs, didn't want to work. Um, you know, I, I was never a victim of anything. I mean, other than, you know, I've been beaten up by the cops. Uh, I've been, you know, jumped in prison and jail, uh, you know, stuff like that. But for the most part, everything that's happened to me, it was self-inflicted. Um, you know, there was no, there was nobody for me to blame. And, you know, after 2010, I actually started taking a look at that and how I'd been treating people and, you know, just where my life was at that point. And it was like, man, I, I, you know, I've done nothing to be proud of and I've done nothing where anybody else can be proud of me either. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody seeks the approval of their parents and they want to make their parents proud. And when you go down a road where, for lack of a better term, I mean, everything I touched up to that point turned to shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I couldn't, couldn't hold a job, couldn't do this, couldn't do that, was on drugs, was, you know, a criminal. Um, everything that I, I did was either looking for drugs or in a manipulation and, uh, you know, a, a chess piece move to, to do something that will cause a, 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 the, out, the outcome that I want down the road through the manipulation I'm doing now, you know what I mean? And it, so everything was a constant, like, you know, just a hustle, you know? And I just got tired of it. I got tired of, uh, of, of just not being somebody that anybody could count on. Um, not being some, somebody that anybody can be proud of. Um, and I just started the process of changing that. And, you know, it wasn't easy. It was, you know, pretty difficult, uh, at times. And I, I did, um, I started doing things and hanging out in places that, uh, were healthy. I guess you would say. So I picked up a hobby instead of doing things that constantly made me feel like crap about myself. You know, when you, when you, uh, I guess when you get over on people and you manipulate people and you use your gifts, like, you know, charisma and charm and all that other stuff that, that, you know, you, I was given um, in the wrong way, you know, and you use it against people to, to further my own needs and my own wants instead of being a productive member of society who cared about people and wanted to, to be somebody who brought something better to society other than a problem, you know what I mean? Or a burden. And so, and that's what I did. And I started doing the small steps, you know, making goals for myself. I think the first thing I did is I changed, uh, and this is the craziest thing. I changed, I joined adult slow pitch softball and you know what I mean? I started, I just jumped into that and like, I went like whole, like I just dove into it and I was having fun and I figured out ways to, you know, uh, just be around other people that weren't doing things, you know, just found a different way of, of, of uh, socializing, I guess, uh, with people that weren't involved in drugs or criminality or anything like that. And so it was, it was different, but I enjoyed it. The one thing that I, I realized is that the, you know, I didn't like the way that the league was being run. So I figured out how to start my own softball league. And then through doing that, I'm like, Oh, well, 
well, if I can do this, then I'm, let's try this. And so the, the stuff that you would normally do when you were a kid, I was started doing when I was in my 30s. And I'm building my self-esteem, you know, small, slowly but surely through through things that I never thought I could do. And then I accomplished them. The second thing ended up being I wanted to be a tournament director and started, you know, throwing my own tournaments uh, and became a tournament director for USSA, which was a slow pitch. Uh, well, it's more than it's just a slow pitch softball uh, circuit, but I mean, it's other things, too. Uh, and then I did that and I did that for a while. And then I, I started sponsoring a team and I started taking this team, a co-ed team so I could play with my girlfriend at the time. And we sponsored a team, took them to Las Vegas and we were playing in like the worlds there and came in seventh, you know what I mean? Of all the 70 teams at one point. So it was just the progression of doing stuff like that, which gave me the, uh, the self-esteem to keep going forward. And then it just, you know, I had gotten into my union, uh, became a part of that, started, uh, you know, being involved in the rowing team there. I was, uh, you know, a sergeant at arms and I became a, a, a what's that called? A, a executive board member and a trustee. And then I ran for a business agent position and I lost, which was kind of a gut check because, you know, you always have this idea of what, what what you look like to other people, you know what I mean? It's like, you have have this vision of, you know, your ego has a vision of itself and what it's presenting to the world. Right. And, uh, you know, when, when it comes to an election, it's more of a popularity contest. It doesn't really have anything to do with the merit and what you put into what you're trying to do. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, not, I realized that I wasn't as liked as I thought I was. And that was kind of hard to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, you know, how often in life do you go through it and you, and, and you are in a situation where it's like, all right, well, I could actually see the percentage of people that support me and the people that don't. And so it's like, it was kind of a, you know, a reality check for me. It's like, Oh, well, you know, maybe you should really do some more, some more searching on, on like how you are to people you know what I mean? Or how you come across. Uh, and so, you know, I just, it's been a, it's been a, uh, it's been a long road. Uh, I, I can't say that it's uh, like, I'm, I'm extremely lucky. Um, so I don't, I don't like, I'm not complaining about anything. Uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse for me. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't for as much methamphetamine as I, I intook and, and used, I came out of it pretty good um, as far as like, you know, my mental faculties and, you know, teeth and, uh, you know, other important items that you need (laughs) 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 uh, as a person, a human being, you know, you want to eat, you want to, you know, survive. Uh, Meth can, can really take a toll on some. Uh, I've seen, you know, firsthand evidence of that. And it seems to be really, really hard on harder on women. Um, you know, the, the, like when you see them and, and the, and it ages them, it seems to be quite a bit faster, but I mean, you know, I've seen some guys that are pretty shot out too. Um, so, uh, it's, uh, I'm lucky, uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse for me and, you know, now I'm just trying to make the best of it and, uh, and, you know, use what I have and the platform that I've kind of created for myself, which was more therapeutic than anything to me. Um, you know, it's allowed me to 
you know, get some of my stories out there and it gave me an outlet to, to put all of this energy into and then to kind of see where I want to take it from here. Um, you know, I have things that are in the works right now, which is a nonprofit that I'm trying to, uh, I just did the articles of incorporation. I'm waiting to get those back. Then I'm going to do a nonprofit, uh, started as nowhere to go, but up Inc. And, uh, it's going to be focused around, um, reentry and people coming out of prison and other individuals coming out of prison. And I want to build a, well, I'm not actually building it. What I'm at, what I'm doing is I, I interviewed a guy from, uh, same as Richard Midkiff. And he, he did a 23 years out of a Marion in Florida. And he started a program out there called the Sage program. And it was basically the same thing. So he's already done it inside of a prison. I want to take his model and take it and put it outside. And so, and it's what it is, is that you have a bunch of different coaches, mentors, whatever it is, whether it's financial resume, uh, something, you just build the curriculum around coaching and mentorship. And so whatever this person is needing, you need a job. So you're going to need a, you're going to need a resume. You need, uh, you know, you, you're, you're a gang member. So let's get you some, uh, some elocution classes. You want to call that, you know what I mean? Like, how do you speak and, and, and present yourself to be taken seriously out in, out in the real world? Because let's face it, you know, when you're a criminal and you're in, involved in prison and coming out, your, your attitudes and your behaviors that you needed to survive up to that point are what are going to keep you coming back to prison if you don't leave them at the gate. Oh, no. Yeah, listen, I, 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 there's, there's a time for when... When I have to talk, like I'm in Brooklyn, yeah, and there's a yeah. time where I have to talk if I'm partaking in something in Wall Street. So it's, it's like you have to know when you you have to be the true you, and the true me is is, is um, there's the street smart, there's yeah. the street smart me. And there's the emotionally intelligent me. There's the guy that can talk to uh, millionaires and businessmen. And then there's the guy that can go down to the hood and strike your ratchet too. Yeah. Like I I can do all of that. (laughs) I can do, I can do all All of that, that, man. I'm telling you for real though. You know? And so, and it just, but that just comes from being, you know, somebody who's, who's, you know, been around, been, you know, in and out, you know, I'm a chameleon, man. Yeah, I'm from, I can can blend anywhere. Listen, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn, man. And it's, it was when growing up for me, it, it was, one of the worst areas in Brooklyn. It was like murder capital for like five years in a row, uh-huh. and okay, and, and then it, and and now to see where I'm at now, because there's people that never that have that still live in the hood. That's, if I go back now, they're probably still on the corner hanging out, yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm up in the Pocono Mountains in, in in my home that I own. Um, I have a good paying job and. And I'm doing what I love, podcasting, and I'm blessed. And 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 from and from where I've come from, I'm saying to where I'm am now, it's it's I'm blessed to 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 actually to enjoy this. Yeah, I got one question though. Yeah. Did Jenny come back to the block? 
Uh, I don't know. She's from the Bronx. I'm from Brooklyn. So oh, shit. Well, that, that's a different block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jenny, Jenny from the Jenny from the Bronx, I yeah, said, Bronx, Brooklyn. Uh, Jenny from the Bronx. Yeah, I've never, yes. you know, I've never been on the East Coast. Never. I uh, think the uh, further, I, I, the furthest I've been is Vegas. I haven't been to Cali. Uh, I'm gonna, I plan on changing that because now I've made some Cali connections. So it's different now. Like before, I didn't have any. I didn't know anybody in Cali. I know quite a few people now in Cali since I started podcasting. So. I've got a few states that I've been invited to. I've been, Steve is like, yo, you definitely got to come check out San Diego. Uh, I got uh, Chewy talking about I got to go to Arizona. And um, so it's uh, it's like when I'm, when the wife is ready to travel and when, when I get some time off, I'm definitely going to go, go, go to Cali. And uh, well, I'm supposed to go to Vegas next month. So we'll see. So I lived there. I lived in Vegas. Uh, I got a, when I went to prison, I was living in Vegas. Uh, I moved to Arizona, uh, for, a, for a little bit to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, in, in between, uh, like it was right before I went to prison. Um, and then, cause I still have, still holding on to a job and, and trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to keep it together. And, uh, it's just, uh, and all of these, and, and all of these stories are, are really, they're in my, uh, if you follow my link tree a lot of these stories you'll find in that link tree with me as a guest on another podcast. Um, yeah, like I got crazy stories, man. And that was another reason too, is that like, you know, I, I knew that my life I could, I could, uh, you know, I've got about three books in, in my life that I can write, you know, the beginning, you know, the, the part of, of what led me to prison life in prison. And then the struggle when I got out, and still, I, I did a couple of violations before I got before I got right. You know, what I mean, I got out in 2006, and then it took me until 2010 to uh, finally stop. You know what I mean? Like a stop, dude. And I, I, I really, I felt at times I felt like I was possessed, man, because there was nothing that I could do. Like everything that I did, it was it always ended up in like drama or a problem or you know what I mean jail or I mean you name it and so it was like I, I felt like I was just possessed by something and all of a sudden it just you know one day it was the light went on and oh yeah I can't oh, I, yeah I can't do this no more <laughs> shit how many 18 years <laughs> 18 years, I don't have no retirement. I don't have no uh, no job. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's crazy because even even though you like you talking about you don't have no retirement, no job. Even people with jobs don't have no retirement. It's like they, they, like growing up, people had jobs where they got pensions and they got their four hundred one. They got all these these perks when they when they left. They worked at a job 30, 40 years. They left with the gold watch and their and their pension and their retirement. Mm-hmm. You don't get that now. Like at my job, I got a four hundred one k, and they match one point six five percent. So what is that? So like a a, a dollar so, sixty for every ten? No, no, no. I have to, in order for them to even match that, right? I have to. I have to. The minimum I can invest is six dollars. A six percent, six percent. Yeah, after I have to, I have to invest six percent just for them to uh, max out that one one sixty five or one point seven five or something. Whatever it is, it's still it's like it, it, it yeah. is what it. But some there's some companies that don't even match. 
Yeah. Well, I was lucky. So I, I got into the union. All right. And I did, I managed to, and I did that before I, I did my, so I got out of 2006. So I got into the union in 2000, late 07, 08, the recession hit. Um, and then that's, that's where it all went bad for me. Like I did a year, like in 2007, I did a year for the union as a fire stopper. And then I switched over as, and, and went to be a, a insulator. And so as soon as I, I did that, that's when, uh, that's when the the recession started hitting from for 2008 right and right after that and then from there i'm just like oh i got a lot of time on my hands and i just like found my way to where the drugs were and uh because i you know I, I went back home and i knew who who was you know I, I knew the people that were still like you know and so i found my way to it and you know i, I played around again until like 2010 and like i said i finally stopped and uh it uh you know, I think the, I think, like, kind of where I'm at is, like, I've got a lot of parts uh, as far as, like, you know, uh, experience with addiction and, and uh, you know, because I, I was a, a meth addict for years. And then even after that, when I got out, I got hooked on opiates, so painkillers, for another seven years. And like, I didn't end that until I would say I'm, I'm probably it's like six to eight, six, probably about two years ago. It was, uh, six months before I started my podcast. And I, and I, and the reason why I stopped is, is I was like, well, if I'm going to be talking about what I'm going to be talking about, how in the world are you going to be able to do that and have respect for yourself while you're still getting 120 Percocet, uh, you know what I mean? A month, whether you were taking them or not, it doesn't matter. And, you know, I had to take some at some point because every time I went to go take a drug test, it had to be in my system. And so anyways, I, I, it came to a point where they said, you know, are you, we've, we've drug tested you and we found marijuana in your system. And it was because I was using it to, uh, I used edible marijuana to get off the opiates to, to help with the sickness from the withdrawals. Right. Yeah. And so I weaned myself down and then I finally got off and then that was kind of the nail in the coffin when they're like, all right, well, you're going to have to choose. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to have to choose and I'm going to choose the one that's probably the better for you, I'm going to stick with the edibles because they don't have all the bad side effects. And so anytime I, ha I have pain now, I'll use, I'll take some uh, edible marijuana or I'll use it as in micro doses where you get the, the benefits, uh, but without the high. The same with microdosing uh, mushrooms. Uh, same, I've tried that as well, and uh, it's same thing. You don't get high; it's just you get all the benefits from yeah, it. If, uh, no, and, and no. Listen, it, they, they, there are some medical medical benefits from it. There's, there's, it. It does help with pain, and so. But like, I had a brother who passed away from opioids overdose, and um, and I have an older brother now who's in rehab because he wanted to get off of it, and. And the reason he kept he said he kept he was on it is because he he was kept he was suffering from the pain. But he he's just had a, a grandbaby, a granddaughter, and he's like, I really want to get off of this. And and he put himself into rehab, and and he took the he took the steps towards getting off of it. And 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 I and I like when he's when he comes home, I'll, I'll sit down and talk to him and let him know. Listen, I I support you one hundred percent. 
and anything I can do to help it help make the transition easier, let me know. Yeah, I got, and I have uh, episodes on opioid uh, use too. So, I mean, that's always helpful as well when somebody is, you know, which I didn't have when I was going through mine, or I could just go and 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 find a podcast that you know talks about addiction, or go find an online meeting. You know, there's there's tons of ways for to help you stay sober now, um, or you know, battle whatever addiction that you have or whatever issue that you're 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 dealing with. I mean, hell, if you even need a if you need a uh, 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 what do they call it? Shrink. You can get one. You can get one online for probably like forty bucks, thirty bucks an hour. You know what I mean? You can talk to somebody if you need to. That's a licensed uh, professional. I don't know if it's that cheap. Don't I'm not, don't quote me on that. But uh, you know what I mean? It's not. It's not no hundred and eighty. What it would cost you to go see somebody privately? Yeah. You know, per hour. And you know, I've I've tried to do that before with a you know a marriage counselor, and I was like, holy crap. You want what? <laughs> For what? She wants three hundred dollars. I'm like, damn, that's that. I, I can get half a hooker for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, damn, you want a lot of money. So uh, you know, and that's so that, that 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 comeback right there probably explains why I'm yeah. I'm, I'm single. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning me. I, it's crazy how our, our relationship, cause I'm a, I have a three-year-old daughter and we, we, uh, co-parent and, uh, you know, a, a lot of the reason why, you know, I'm in that situation is that, you know, I grew up in an abusive, uh, household, you know what I mean? I didn't see it, but it was there. And I knew I knew about it because I had, would get told about it when I was you know a little bit older to to know, and so what uh, <coughs> even even though I didn't see a whole lot of it, a lot of the same mannerisms and actions and things that my dad would do, I ended up doing. You know what I mean in relationships like being bullying or you know trying to bend people to my will. Yeah. You just just being ag- aggressive and abrasive and and you know and so a lot of what the arguing and the fighting and everything else that was happening around that time, uh, you know, when my daughter started to realize what was going on and she, like it was started affecting her, like we would be arguing and she'd be hiding in the furthest point of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean and me seeing that. And then also there was one last straw when we were arguing and fighting in the car and she was in the car seat and just out of nowhere, she's like, stop. And I was like, okay. Okay. All right. This, this has got to end. We gotta, we gotta stop this. And, and now we're, we're like, I go over to her house all the time to watch my daughter, pick her up. You know what I mean? Watch her there sometimes. Um, and you know, we get along great now. Yeah, and, and some, it's sometimes you, you you just have to like the relationship is just not meant to be, but yep. you still have to have that relationship because you have that you share the the daughter. So yeah, it 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 it's just takes it takes you both being adults and realizing that the best for whatever's best for your daughter is both y'all coexisting. Being able to yep. be able to be in the same place, same areas at the same time. So, it, it, I mean, it's it's it's, it's already it's already going to be hard enough on her as it is because we're separate. And when I leave, I mean, I already I'm already experiencing why why are you going? 
stay. And so it's like, you know, I'll have to explain that. Um, but actually I have, a, I have a book. Like I, I purchased so I, a friend of mine. He wrote a, a little kids, he wrote a kid's book and, um, and I just bought it to support him. I bought, I bought three books yeah, yeah. to support it. So, Cause he, I'm saying I support my friends. Yeah, yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't know what the book was. I just purchased it, and it actually, it's, it's called um, "Little Bear and the and the Two Caves," and it, it just happens to be that Mama Bear and Papa Bear lives in separate caves, and and he's a little sad about it and all that. So it, for me, so I was like, oh, so now if you're telling me that, I'm like, maybe I, I can send you one of those books because you can, you can probably read it to her and and. and yeah, but I mean, yeah, it it, it, it applies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, because like um, I'm yeah, like when I when I started reading the book, I was like, I don't have anyone going through something like this. Like, who do I give? Like, I can't just give it to my grandson because, or because yeah. his parents are still together. So obviously, so it's not gonna. So it's like, like what are you trying to do? <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> what are you trying to say, huh? I'm like, oh man. So I, ha- yeah. I have to realize I have to. So yeah, I, after this, we'll we'll uh, get your address and I'll ship it to you, man. And, oh, uh, cool, man! I appreciate it, dude. No, no That's problem, uh, I mean, it, and it and it is. Look, it's it is it is tough, and it's not easy for me to have to explain that, and you know, not because I mean, when I even though I know we're getting along, but none of the things that, that need to happen on my end for me to say, Hey, I'll come back. Or do you want to work on things? None of that's kind of happened. A lot of it's been because of me. Um, just kind of like, okay, I, I just don't, I just don't want to fight anymore. You know what I mean? And even when we were not together for like the last almost a year and a half, I mean, it just now got to the point where it's good. And it was only because I'm like, I don't want to fight. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not going to respond to any of the gaslighting stuff that you're doing, um, you know, and so I think she got the idea that, look, it's, it's just not going to, what you're trying to do is not working, so let's just try to make the best of it. And if something happens and, ha- and it works out, it works out. Because I don't, I mean, I think about it when she, when I have to hear my daughter, I'm like, fuck, man, it would be so much easier if we just, yeah. you know, figured it out. Um, but I don't want to end up in a situation where it's like, you know, if, somebody doesn't acknowledge their part in anything, how are they ever going to change it? You know? And so if I'm not seeing that you're willing, that you're admitting and and seeing where you come into this whole picture and it's still always going to be me, then if I come back, nothing's going to (laughs) change. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm walking back into another situation where I'll be in the same situation six months down the road to a year doing the same thing. So I'm like, I'm tired of doing the same shit. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely, and 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 like you said, if if it works out, it works out. But for the most part, it's good that you're both on good terms, and and it's, and 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 I could imagine it's how hard it is for you to leave your daughter every night. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, it 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 is what it is until until it isn't, right? Yeah. Um, and so you know, we're making I'm making the best of it, and this podcast is kind of like. So this podcast is me and a lot of it is, it's just like following me, figuring out me, Yeah, you know? Oh. And so, 
I I know, I know. This this podcast <laughs> is me figuring out me. Like honestly, like I, I I'm I'm a I work at a casino. I'm a table games dealer. And I, I get paid to play games. And I, when I first started, I, I love it. It was, uh, it was, it was fun. I had a great time. It was like I said, I got paid to play games. And now with with everything going on and and the restrictions and always having to wear a mask and it's just not the same anymore. It's like some of the players we're not getting we're not getting the same type of players. We're not getting the same quality of players. We're, we're getting players that. Are, are probably like the the bottom of the the bottom, and um, yeah, they're and, spending their unemployment checks yeah, there, and, and they ain't and got it, they ain't got enough to spare to tip you. Yeah, and it, and it's and it sucks, and <laughs> they, they think like we're making all this money. I I I work at if I don't get tipped, I get paid five something an hour. So we do, and and we and we're and we we pull out tips together. We pull it to, we, we pull it all together, and 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 sometimes we have good weeks, sometimes we have bad weeks, but. This podcast is like you said it when we was talking on your show. It's, it's therapy. Uh, it's therapeutic for me personally. I, I get to vent and I get to let uh, some things that I have on my chest out. And I'm just I'm just focusing on on getting better. I'm 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 making like I'm realizing by doing this and surrounding myself with some amazing creators that I'm becoming much more creative. I've it's like since I've started podcasting, my creative juices are just like on overdrive. It's like they're just overflowing, overflowing. Like I, I went from podcasting to um starting a production company to owning my own internet radio station. And um I'm I, and there's many there's much, much more to come. I've got so many ideas and so many plans, and it's just now me just executing it and and putting it out there and and doing what I, I plan on doing. Yeah, I, I you know, and so I need I'll hook you up with a BS three radio guy. He's uh he's been doing it for a while, like three years now, and he's got a pretty good uh, uh thing going. And he's a a, a radio, uh, sports guy. Um, so. A lot of uh, what I've I've been realizing, and like sometimes you'll see, you'll see a, an episode where I have like a financial coach, or you'll see that I have another coach. So a lot of times when I'm struggling with something, I might look for somebody to who's who is a coach or a mentor in that area, and so hopefully you know I can get some free some free advice. You know what I mean? Hey, here's a, here's a, this is going to be the swap here. All right. I need some, I need some help with something that you know about, and I'm going to give you some, uh, you know, some, uh, which one, I mean, there's, there's a, an exchange going on there, but a lot of it is, is that it's like me just trying to figure out myself, you know, like oh, I'm having an issue with this. Let me talk to somebody over here and I'm letting people follow me along with me. And, you know, so like, you know, I've been called chauvinistic before by some of the, the female listeners, you know, like, oh yeah, you're kind of chauvinistic. You're a little narcissistic. Um, you know, but I, that's what I like about you is that you like, you own your shit and, and we see that you're trying to figure it out. And, and, you know, it's like, you can't get mad at that. Right. Uh, like with me, yeah, yeah. Like with me, it's just, um, 
I, I know, like, I know what what I'm capable of, and, and how and and how far I really want to take this. And again, it's it's all it depend it all depends on me on on how I how I start executing everything that I want done, and how I'm how I process everything that I'm learning at the same time. So it, it it's to me. Um, it's an adventure that I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's great. Um, and again, it's a lot of it has to do with a lot of the people that I'm meeting. I'm yeah. meeting some, some amazing people that I'm making some, some, some great connections that I, I probably wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made before. So, yeah, I know a lot of, I know a lot of, of, uh, so, like some of the things that, that I've been learning um, and COVID really, I mean, it, it, it to me, it was, uh, it was a blessing, honestly, because it, it really, it really allowed me. Um, and I was, and I was lucky. I was able to get on a, a disability right before it happened. Um, cause I'd gone in for some pre-existing stuff and I was like, well, you know, it's a good time right now to take a break. So, you know, the doctor was like, yeah, I, I would agree. So if you want to, you know, whatever these issues you're having, if you want, we'll, we'll try and figure it out. And so I did. So, I mean, it was able, it took a lot of pressure off me, you know, so financially, and I was able to just, you know, focus on my show where I want to go with it. Um, and in that process, I was spending a lot more time with my daughter because I was, you know, we're trying to save money, you know, just cut back on the babysitter. You're available so you can come over and hang out with her while I'm working from home. So we just kind of made it work, right, to save yeah. money. And uh, what I realized in that is that the trajectory I was on to go and be a business manager, business agent, whatever it is that I was trying to do in the local, in the union, yeah, that if if that happened, if I had gotten that, that would take me pretty much away from my family or my daughter for, you know, there's a lot of traveling involved in it. There's a lot of uh, trainings that are, uh, you know, in Baltimore. And so it's just, you know, it would be, I would miss out on a lot of my daughter's uh, growing up, you know, and things that she was going through. And, uh, and I was told this prior to that, right. That from people that have been in there say, Hey, is this, sir, you want to do this? I mean, we got a young daughter, you're going to miss out on a lot of her, uh, a lot of her stuff. And I was full in that mode, right? Like I, that's, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. And then once COVID hit and I started spending time with her and I started seeing how cool she was and how fun she was to hang out with and like how bright and, and like, Oh man, I, okay. Okay. All right. I got, I got a new job here, man. I got to make sure in these seven years, you know, that, that zero to seven, the most, you know, that's when you're, that's when you figure out if you're a good person or not. And yeah. that's how you're raised, you know what I mean? And how that's going to, how that's going to play out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, no, no. Like, like when my grandson comes over, it's, he runs around and like, I'll, we'll go outside and we'll take a walk and he'll, he'll he's just walking along and, and it's, it's just amazing. And then my wife showed me a video today. Um, he was at at the park, and he walked up the. He's he's one and a half one. It'll be two in January, so okay. he, he's 
So she, she's in the in, in the playground and he's climbing up the, the slide and, and he goes and he slides down and he just has this biggest smile on his face. So it's those moments that, that, that drives me to really push this podcast to where I, I need it to be so I can give up my job and, and, and focus on doing this and, and spending more time with my family because... And bottom line, that's that's what's key to me is my family and being able to do something that will af- will allow me to spend more time with them. Yeah, for sure. I man, I totally get that. Um, and that and that's exactly what happened. Is it ended up being that I had the song the whole time, and I'm well, actually, I do need it for to hear you. Um, and I, I just. Like I got some information today where one of our business managers is going to, is uh, uh, resigning because he's taking another spot somewhere else. And so it's going to free up something. And like, normally I'd be like, Oh man, that's my chance. And I'm more like, you know, you know, I'll go back to that job if I have to, it's good money. Um, but I'm definitely trying to pivot out of, out of construction. Um, first of all, I'm too, I'm old. It's a young man's game. You know, I'm 46 and like going up and down 10 and 12 foot ladders, it's a production game. You know what I mean? And it's like, my body's just broken. Um, and so I'm just trying to pivot out of that. And I'm like, to the point where I'm looking, cause like where I struggle in my podcast is like SEO and market and content marketing. And so what I've done is I started going on, um, uh, I looked at, on this thing and it's for startups and, uh, and, and, in a startup you can volunteer your time and you can do an intern. And so I looked at ones that had like content creation and SEO and, and all of that. And I started applying for those and I built a, uh, I built a, a resume that has all of my podcast and, and drone uh, business stuff for content creation. And then behind it has all of my other, you know, I've been a, you know, leadership roles in, in my local, my, my job for a long time. So I'm hoping that I can get an, as an intern, as a volunteer, you know, like a, just to learn, yeah. learn more from other people that I'm working with about SEO and content marketing. And that, and that's that's one thing I I'm, I need to start learning and and is the SEOs and and marketing and branding myself and 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 like I said I just started recently putting the cover art so yeah. and 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 really actually filling out my descriptions with my my guest links and 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 other links and all that so it, it's it's a learning process and like how you said it's like. This is like a business, like any any business that you want to start developing and growing. You have to really dedicate two to five years to that business to see to see anything from it, to see any fruits of, from your labor or whatever. Because people assume that oh, I'm gonna start podcasting and they're gonna just take off. No, that's that's not that's not how it goes, man. Joe Rogan's been doing it for ten years. He's been he he's been doing it for however long he's been doing it, and he didn't get there overnight. 15 he didn't do it oh, for 15? Like 15, oh, 15 years i think oh, so and whatever. he didn't and he didn't break he didn't break through until after 10 yeah yeah so that's what it was he, he didn't break through until after 10 look at that so 
and, and it's like some of these people just want to break out the first week. They want to come in and and download ten thousand down, have ten thousand downloads in the first day, and that's not how it works. You have to build up your audience, unless you already had your audience where you had a, a, a big following already, and then they're, they're following you directly to your, to your podcast. But for the most part, us regular podcasters have to build it up. And, yeah, it's it's, it's and, audience. And, 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 yeah. It's building an audience, and, and we have to do do the work. And we we don't have we don't have much help. We we do it well. Well, for me, I do most of it myself. Like as far as my podcast goes, we, we have I have other we have other podcasts under the production companies, but it, it as far as my podcast goes, I do everything on it. I book everything, and um. So I, I, like I said, I'm dedicated to this. I'm gonna put in my time. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to build it to where I no longer want. I no longer want to work for anyone else. I want to work for myself. I want to build my production production company. I want to um, get my radio station really going and and get the listeners up on that and and continue to to put put in all my effort into the podcast and have a great time and. And, and just keep doing and doing what I'm, what I'm, what I found my passion It's like I was, I'm, I'm 44 years old, and I, I was going for years. I was going through life like, what am I meant to be? What am I meant to do? What, like that question was kept nagging me, nagging me. Like, what have you done? Uh, like, if you said leave now, what, what would anyone in the world like recognize that you accomplished anything or? So <clears throat> once I started doing it, it just it, I found I found I say I found my voice, and and I and I'm and I'm excited for what the future holds. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a <clears throat> and even and even though you have, I mean, what is it up to now? Like, I think it's a million podcasts out there. But of those million, you've got probably, I would say 400,000 now that are actually active and, and putting, uh, you know, content out on a regular basis. Um, all the rest of them, they just, they, they come and they, they go and, and people don't realize that, all right, well, a, it's not like it's, you're not just going to blow up. Um, you know, that's just not realistic. Uh, a lot of people, think that you know because they have uh funny conversations with their friends and you know they want to turn it into a podcast i mean that's cool but i mean at the end of the day it's still an exchange you know what i mean i'm exchanging a listen from you for something that i'm giving you a value you know so i mean unless people unless you got something that's just like really trying to uh I don't, I don't know. Like your personality is going to carry the show. You really got to figure out what, what you can provide that, that that for value. And and this is what I'm finding too. um, Is it like, and this is for everybody out there. If you have a podcast or if you're any kind, if you have any kind of content out there that you want people to support um, and, and they're not supporting it, ask yourself, are you supporting anybody else's? You know what I mean? Because I, I, 
I used to do that. And then like, just because the you know, money situation, it's like, well, I, I can't really afford to support people, but I support them in other ways. Like I'll throw a shout out on my podcast. Hey, check out this show or Hey, do the, you know what I mean? Uh, monetary monetarily though, I, I don't do it. So it's like, well, then how can you get upset when nobody's supporting your show when you aren't supporting anybody else's, <laughs> you know? And so there's the balance you got to find, you know, so you have to be able to do the research and stuff for the people that you're interviewing and you have to be able to still get your information and your daily consumption of the information you need to be aware of things. Right. And then you also have to be able to try to support other people. And so, I mean, it's, there's a lot to it, man. It's not just, there's, there's way more to it than, than meets the eye. That's for sure. But, you know, the goal is, is to, to, to make, make my wish could be job, my real job. (laughs) So, all right. So before we go, I want I want to play a game, okay? So I got a, I got a I got a couple of questions. It's, it's called "Would You Rather." So I got a couple of questions I want to ask you, right? So it would be: Would you rather apples or bananas? It's some. It's like that's how it goes. So you only get two choices. All right. All right. So the first one, right, is: Would you rather be in be in shape and have a great body, but have an ugly face? Or have a gorgeous face but be overweight. Mm, that's a tough one, man. You would have to give me that one because I'm I'm like super vain, you know, <laughs> like um like really I care about my weight and everything else and like to the point that I just I realized that oh, we're gonna get off in something else. Um yeah, uh let's see. Would I rather have a nice body and be ugly or be gorgeous and overweight? Yes. Well, I would probably say um, I would rather be – I'd rather be good-looking and overweight because you can – and this this is going to sound like a super shallow statement, but you can, you can fix fat. You can't – Fix it's ugly. a lot hard. It's just a, it's a lot harder to fix ugly. <laughs> uh, it's right. possible, boy. Boy, it'll be expensive. <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna go to the next question. Would you rather spend the year living at a nudist colony or within the Amish community? Uh, the Amish community. The Amish community. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, I think it's super interesting how they are not affected by our, by the Western culture, you know what I mean? And they live like separate, but what I would want to do, I'd want to be a fly on the wall of a, of a crazy, a crazy Amish kid on Rumspringer. <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. The next one, would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? I'd probably want to, Oh, that's a hard one, man. Cause predicting the future, you could be rich, but if you were to 
be able to erase people's past and that could definitely be beneficial in like helping with traumas. So yeah, I'm going to say erase the past because uh, so many people are, are held back by held back by their, by their traumas in their lives that they can't move forward. And that's what keeps them from moving forward. Yeah. You know? All right. So last question, would you rather have your head be too big for your body or your hands that are too small for your size? Uh, I, I think, I think I would rather have hands that are too small because if I was a comedian, that would just be funny in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to work too hard. You know what I mean? They just, you get a laugh just by moving your hands around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see, but no, it's like if you have a big head, you cannot hide your big head. It's like no, no. if you have a big head and a small body, you can't hide that big head. But if you have small hands, listen, they go right into my pocket. If you got small hands, it makes it look like you got a big, a big, uh, big hog. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love a lady with small hands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, Sean, it's time for you to um, plug away. So plug everything you got out there. All right, let me grab something. I always forget this one. Um, So the easiest way to find my show is go to my link tree. My link tree has everything from my guest appearances to other shows, to my email, to to if you want to be a guest on my show and you have a, a story that you think uh, you know, a bottom or a life struggle that you think somebody would benefit from hearing out there. Um, I've got a, 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 a tab where you can book a guest spot if you'd like. Uh, all of my direct links to my iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, um, Facebook page, Facebook group, anywhere that you can find this show and you want to support it is going to be in the link tree. And that's L-I-N-K dot E, oh, no, no, L-I-N-K-T dot E-E forward slash nowhere to go but up. And that's the easiest way that you're going to find my show. Um, and I'll give you the, uh, shoot you the link to it. Awesome, awesome. And I, listen, I appreciate you being on the show, man. It, it, it was a pleasure having you on. We definitely got to do this again. Uh, but next time, you know what? We might just do that that swap cast. Let's just. Is that is that what it's called? Yeah, the swap swapcast is basically where you and I either we just we just pick a topic and and roll on it, and then we use it. You use it, and I use the same one. We just add our own stuff to it. Oh man, definitely we could do that. We could do that. That that sounds like fun. I definitely want to do one of those things. For sure, for sure, man. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, thanks, Steve uh, Joiner. You know, uh, and his. you know his his uh, his agency. Yeah, SNJ for- Network. Yes, thanks, Steve. We appreciate you, man. It, it's it, it, like I said, you did it again. You knocked it out the park again. You you hooked up the 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 right the connection. You 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 plugged it. You plugged us. You plugged the two the right two people together again. So I appreciate it, it Steve. Yeah, keep it up, man. Just keep it up. All right, brother. I appreciate everything you're doing, too, and uh, we will hook up again. Definitely, man. Definitely. Thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Bye. Once again, thanks to Sean Dustin for coming through, and definitely check out his podcast, Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. And now it's time for shout-outs. 
Big shout out to my man Steve Joyner. He did it again. Hooked me up with another great guy. A big shout out to my man Screaming Chewy from the Screaming Chewy show. Big shout out to my man Brian Snow, Snowman in the morning. Definitely check him out. Big shout out to my girl Brandy J. Big shout out to Poppy J. Hopefully you're doing better. I know you had a surgery today, so hopefully you're feeling better now. Big shout out to King Sace. Big shout out to my wife, Fina. And as always, big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. You know how I do it. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>